Welcome back, everyone, to a new episode of the Off the Record podcast. I'm Campbell Wilmot. Today, I'm here speaking with J.R. Carroll. He's a voice that you need to know about. He's a Red Dirt singer and songwriter from Oklahoma. Thank you so much for joining me today. Of course. It's my pleasure. I'm really excited to be here. Me too. Okay, so just to start off, I read that you uh, grew up singing in church a little bit. So tell me yes, about ma'am. that and how you got started in music. Uh, well, my dad's a pastor, so I, uh, as a preacher's kid, you kind of get thrown into the mix no matter what you want to do, especially if you have any musical ability or talent. And my whole family's really musical. So I, when I was about 12 or 13, I started playing the piano and singing in church and played the drums and the organ and all kind of different stuff, sang with my brother. Then, uh, yeah, I just kind of led to where I am now. Awesome. So did you um, always know that you wanted to do something along the lines of music, or did that kind of just come about? No, I honestly, uh, I had no idea. <laughs> I wanted to be a teacher for the longest. I, I love history a lot, and uh, I wanted to I wanted to teach history. My dad was a teacher before he was a preacher, and um I wanted to kind of follow in his footsteps. And then I wanted to be a preacher for a while too, but I, uh, you know, not, not quite for me. Um, but yeah, no, I had no idea that I wanted to do music, but it just kind of fell in my lap one day and started being something I love to do. And then people started listening, you know? So do you happen to remember what was the first song you ever learned to play? On, uh, on piano, <laughs> On piano, it was "Baby" by Justin Bieber. Um, <laughs> my That's brother not what showed I was me. Expecting. No, my brother showed me four chords. God, I was like, I don't even know. I guess twelve or thirteen, and he showed me C, A minor, F, and G, and he went through this little spiel that I've seen him do to a hundred people. Where he's like, if you if you learn these four chords, you can play like any song ever. And I was like, okay. And he starts playing "Baby," and I was like that's ridiculous. So I was like, I'm in, this is going to be fun. Uh, but on guitar, it was, you don't care enough for me to cry by John Morley. Okay. I, I started playing the guitar so I could play that song because it spoke to me. Mm-hmm. I love his song. Um, Hang me in the Tulsa County stars. That's an awesome song. Me too. Me too. Um, so when did you start writing songs? Um, I would say March of 2019 my the the guy that produces me now reached out to me uh asked me to come into the studio to meet him because he heard me sing just like covers and stuff like that on facebook and i came in and he's like do you write and i was like no you know like i wrote a couple songs for girls trying to impress them back in the day just because i could sing you know but like nothing really serious uh and he was like well you should try man i think you I think you really could have something to say. So I sat down and I, I came back in like a week later and we sat down and wrote a song together. And I was like, I really like doing this. This is fun. So over the next like several months, you know, I just worked a job and wasn't going to college. So anytime I wasn't at work, I would just write songs and sing and do that stuff. Kept me occupied, you know? Mm-hmm. So who did you listen to growing up? Like who were some of your inspirations when it comes to music? Um, the Avett brothers, first and foremost, number one. Um, I, I listened to them. Honestly, I didn't find them until like my freshman year of high school. My friend Caleb showed me them. And from the first song I heard, I was like, Oh my God. You know, I, I, I didn't really understand that you could 
express yourself that way in a song. It was morning song actually was the first song I ever heard from them. And uh, I was like, Oh my God, they, they said so much. And they didn't even say like that much, but just the words they were saying carried so much weight. And I was like, Oh my God, this is incredible. So I started looking for artists that sounded like them. And I found Towns Van Zandt and, and mm-hmm. so many Jason Isbell, Jason oh, Isbell is yeah. probably number two for me. Uh, yeah. Zach, to be honest, Zach Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's always really inspired me. Uh, Evan Felker of the Turnpike oh, yeah. Troubadours, RC Edwards of the Turnpike Troubadours. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, we need them to come back. <laughs> yes we do yes we do one day i'm crossing long, long live turnpike man i'm praying i'm praying hard every day <laughs> Me too. we got a conversation going uh but yeah that's really it man. Uh, oh that's actually not really it merle okay. haggard oh yeah and uh i gotta say brandy carlisle recently not like growing up but recently she's really influenced my uh my taste she everything she's done recently the high women project was like my favorite my favorite thing of 2019 but Brandy Carlisle and then those those as well. She kept trying to rewrite July on her calendar, but it looked fine to me. Looking to make sense out of it all by using retail therapy. Wearing her old cheer shirts from high school To remind her of when she was 17 And all the love she shared Before she got scared of grass that isn't green Got time to find her dreams The other side looks greener But sometimes what's far away Ain't close for a reason And she realized that someday And all the love we'd share If she wasn't scared Grass that in Feel that way, but life ain't always kind to those at all. Reality sets in, and all the things you love they start to break your heart. It seems to her the thrill is gone, mom and daddy keep on getting. Older in her dreams But at least they're there While she's still scared Of grass that isn't green Got time to find her dreams The other side looks greener But sometimes what's far away 
Carol's song called Grass That Isn't Green. So then I've talked to other artists recently about how songwriting can be kind of therapeutic, like a way to express your feelings, I guess. Do you find it to be that way as well? Absolutely. Uh, I don't really write songs for people to, like necessarily for people to hear them. And it took me a long time to kind of understand that once people started listening, you know, because it started out as just something I was doing to kind of work out how I was feeling and, and, and kind of trying to say some things that I was thinking and just put it out into the universe, you know? And then people started listening and I was like, oh, I need to write songs that people will like. And that's not really what I do it for. I do it so I can, so I can say what I need to say and, or say what I feel like I need to say and, and express myself because it's really the only way that I know how. And that's, probably not the healthiest way to live but it's just you know without it I, I don't know I don't know what I'd do right no that's great I definitely think music has always been really therapeutic to me and just mm. even just listening to songs if you can relate to yeah. something it I don't know helps you express your emotions I guess it's so, so then, powerful it definitely it definitely is um so then you mentioned Zach Bryan you guys are pretty good friends so how did you guys meet uh me and Zach went to the same school we grew up basically in the same town and uh, I kind of always heard about him or, or, or heard of him, you know, <laughs> growing up, not musically or anything like that. It just like as a person, cause it's a small town and everybody knows everybody. Um, but I think my senior year, my junior senior year, he reached out to me on Twitter because I posted the list of songs I liked. And he's like, Hey dude, I, I like, I like your music taste. We should hang out sometime. And then like a week later, me, him, and my friend Caleb all got together, and from the first, like, we went over to his house and hung out and played songs until, like, four in the morning, just randomly, the first time we ever met, and from then on, we've just been really close, and he's been this good forever, like, he's been, that's what people don't really understand, is he's been that, like, he had Godspeed back then, right, like, people don't realize, like, me and Caleb were talking about it yesterday, uh, we've been we, we've been talking between each other like i can't wait till people like finally hear it because it's there you know like this is better than what what most people are doing so i've known him and and, and known of him and and what he is the, the the real artist that he is for a really long time and it's been really awesome to watch him grow and just freaking blossom into such an amazing such an amazing I, god i love him so much such an amazing songwriter amazing artist I'm, I'm so proud to be his friend man for sure so have you guys happened to co-write any songs together or do you plan to ever release any music together um a long time ago we wrote i i say i helped write this song but i really it was before I really started writing songs a lot. And when I was doing it, I thought I was helping a lot. But now that I've written songs and like 
written songs with other people, I realized what I was doing was like annoying him and keeping him from saying what he needed to say. So I was present when he wrote Codeine Pills and I said some words that made it into the final cut, but I don't really claim a writing credit on that one because I don't deserve it. Um, but other than that, no, we've really never written together. We, uh, when we're together, we sing and play all the time, but it's mainly just uh, vicious insults and, and uh, a lot of yelling and, and rowdiness, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, when you write songs, do you think that the lyrics come for first or does the music come first? How does it normally play out? Um, it kind of depends on the, the, the song, to be honest. Uh, a lot of times I'll, like, I never was mine, for example, on my EP. I was driving down the road, and I saw the sunset, and I thought, man, that's really pretty. I wish I was thinking about a specific girl, and I was like, man, I wish she was here to see that. And my brain was like, oh, okay, you should write that. And so I honestly pulled over on the side of the road and kind of wrote it. And that one, I immediately, like, when I thought that, I heard the tune in my head. So it kind of just came at once. And those are really nice where it's like, oh, I know exactly what I need to do. It's kind of like the universe just downloads it. But uh, that doesn't happen always. And sometimes it's the words first. Sometimes it's the music first. But it all just kind of depends on the song for me. sure looked pretty tonight I wish you were here to see it We'd wait to begin till we found a dead end We know they can't hear us scheming You tell me all about Texas About the place you've been spending your time I tell you home hasn't changed all that much You know that suits me just fine Keep driving these roads like they ain't lost their shine In search of a gal that sends shivers down spines Swore I had one once upon a time Thought I was hers, but she never was mine Oh, I thought I was hers, but she never was mine I heard you found you a dancer But I doubt he sings like me His hair is long and shaggy and his hands are as soft As he looks in them skin tights and jeans I missed a phone call from Austin And I hope beyond hope it was you And I called it back quick And his voice made me sick When I realized my fears had come true Keep driving these roads Like they ain't lost their shine In search of a gal that sends shivers down spines Swore I had once upon a time Thought I was 
was hers, but she never was mine. Oh, I thought I was hers, but she never was mine. So, like that song, I know you said it kind of just came to you at once, but mm-hmm. do you ever let songs sit for a long time and think about it for oh, yeah. months and months? Okay. Uh, yeah, I've been... <laughs> I've got three or four right now that I've been working on for a really, really, really long time. Uh, uh, A song I wrote, my friend Tanner actually helped me finish it um, not long ago. I had had written the first verse and chorus to it like four or five months ago. In the middle of the night, I woke up and just wrote it. And I tried to to finish it so many times and it just never worked. And then finally I was with him and it just clicked and we got it done. And that's always such a good feeling. It's the best feeling in the world to finish something you've been working on forever. And it turned out good. Like it turned out to be actually decent. That's always nice as well. Okay. So then I also heard you're working on an album. Can you tell us a little bit about that and when it's expected to be released? Oh goodness. Uh, I have no dates right now. Um, I know when we're, I, I can't (laughs) I can't really tell you a whole, whole lot. There's going to be 11. There's going to be 11 songs on the album. Uh, I'm, I'm bringing in some really good musicians to play on, and it's going to be a full band record. We're going to, we're going to have a, a lot of instrumentation. It's not just going to be me and a guitar hollering, you know. Um, well, there's still going to be a lot of hollering and me and a guitar, but not just that. And uh, I'm re-recording a couple of three songs from the EP uh, in, a, in a full band style because – I think I can do them better, and I think I I think they can be better served uh, with a band. So I'm really excited for it, and it's going to be done hopefully before the summer ends. Um, that's the goal, but stuff happens. I planned on having the EP out like nine months ago, so stuff happens. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Have you been doing any live shows recently, or do you plan to? Yeah, uh, I've been playing. Sh- I actually started playing shows kind of in the in the middle of the pandemic. To be honest, uh, Oklahoma, we had some we had a lot of capacity rules and all that good stuff. So I was able to play a decent amount of shows and and make a living at it. You know, I'm I'm a full time musician now, so I've, I'm doing okay and surviving. Uh, but recently, with everything opening back up, I've been playing a lot more. I've been opening for my friend Tanner Usry a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has been a blast. Tanner's a beast. He's um, awesome. And yeah, I'm I'm headlining at the Tumbleweed in Stillwater on the 16th of this month. I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Bringing my band with me. It's going to be a good show. Doing got booked up through May. So real really excited. So do you play outside of Oklahoma too? Yeah, I've been playing in Texas, Missouri, Kansas. Uh, played in West Virginia not not too terrible long ago. That was oh, fun. Oh wow, yeah. that's awesome. So just to kind of wrap things up, um, where can people find more info about you and your music? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, JRV Carol is the handle. Uh, I'm on YouTube. There's a lot of full original songs on there. Uh, GenePumpRecording.com is where my merch is. That's what, that's who I record with. Um, shout out Colton Gene, by the way. Uh, and yeah, that's about, that's about it. Spotify, Apple Music all the streaming services. Give me a look. Uh, I really appreciate it. Zach's playing the Grand Ole Opry uh, Saturday, April 10th.
uh, tune in, buy tickets. Actually, don't buy tickets. It's sold out. No big deal. Uh, yeah, tune in. Stream, stream Elizabeth, stream Deanne, stream Quiet Heavy Dreams, all that good jazz. Definitely. So then the way I uh, finish every podcast, I do this thing called Final Speed Round. So I'm just going to say two things and just pick an answer off the top of your head. Okay. All right. George Jones or George Strait? Jones. Willie or Waylon? Willie. John Prine or Johnny Cash? John Prine. And Beatles or the Stones? Ooh, Beatles. <laughs> All right, good Beatles answers. Beatles. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me today. I really hope to see you at a show sometime soon, and I can't wait to hear more of your music, and I'm so excited for this next album. Of course, thank you. It was a pleasure. I had such a good time. And thank you all for tuning in and listening today to this episode of Off the Record with J.R. Carroll. Be sure and tune in next week and every week as I speak with a new musician. And up next, I'll play one final song by J.R. Carroll. This one's called Girl from a Song. Find my one and only answer